I'm Dante Centauri, and I love to talk about insects. I'm Mia Centauri, and I also love to talk about insects. So we'll be talking about insects together on Insect View. On today's episode of Insect View, we're going to be talking about Katie Dids. Katie did what? <laughs> You're off the show. I'm firing you. I'm getting a new host. Yeah, you could probably find a better one at like the dollar store. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> got them lined up. There. I'm looking for a podcast host, uh insect-based podcast host. <laughs> Dime a dozen. Like like in the like in those it's like in the depression, those people wore those signs like need work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> need podcast host. Can co-host podcast about insects. Makes less bad puns. Yeah. You really went for the low-hanging fruit there, Mia. Well, what else? Wait, there was no high. There's only one elevation level of fruit. <laughs> I guess I that's true. So. The the Katie did joke vein is not yeah. very deep. Yeah, but we're talking about Katie today, and we're talking about the general, just Katie's in general. All Katie's are in the family uh, Tetagonidae, and the Katie's also, you'll see them referred to as bush crickets occasionally. But a thing about Katie's is that there's only actually one species that makes the Katie did, Katie didn't sound. I'll actually play it for you right now. That sound is made by the, the true Katie did, uh, Pterophylla camelophola. This is a, it's a, it looks a bit like the greater angle-wing katydids. And these are microcentrum. These, you see a lot of these, see a lot of pictures of these types of katydids. They're the very large showy ones. They look like a leaf. Yeah. You see them, uh, dopily flying around a lot at night. Yeah. Katydids in general, they're not very good flyers. They're, they're, they're pretty slow. So, and another, uh, genus I'll bring your attention to is the Neoconocephalus genus. genus. These are the coneheads. And they're, they're the... That sounds like an insult. Yeah, it, it does sound like an insult. <laughs> hey, get out of your conehead, idiot. I think it... Hold on. I think it actually is an insult. Well, no, it was, Coneheads was a movie. That's what I was thinking of. They Their heads are all cones. Oh, it's got 35% of Rotten Tomatoes. This movie does not get the endorsement from Insect View. Yeah, but the, the Conehead Katydids have no relation... They have no relation to the actual movie, but their heads... Their heads look like a cone. But it's another large genus that you, you'll see in the States. And yeah, we'll... But although the information we're giving you is about katydids in general, one day I, I would like to come back and maybe do an episode on a more specific type of katydid, but it was actually surprisingly challenging to find information on katydids. Yeah. One of my main sources was a book from the 90s that I found. So if anything, I I'm, I'm, I avoided anything they said like was specific. Or I didn't get taxonomy from it. But if I say anything that's a little bit outdated, and actually if there are any katydid specialists out there, any correction I'd like, or if you know any good up to date catered sources, I'd love to hear it. Cause then I could, I think it would be fun to go back and do a specific catered episode. Yeah. Also, I, uh, I looked it up a little more. Apparently, the movie Coneheads is like a feature length version of some SNL skit. So we're really showing our age there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <We're just> <laughs> yeah. Boomers. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that was a Oscar winning movie. Yeah. I, anyone who was listening to the earlier part who was watching this when it came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't take away the pain, but yeah. <laughs> we, we, at least we can ease it a bit. Um, speaking of generations, look at that segue. Let's talk a bit about You're hired advice. again, Mia. You're back in the show. I don't... <laughs> well, let's talk a bit about the life cycle. Uh, so katydids, they obviously they lay eggs. Uh, they lay, you know, kind of these like conical... I mean, they look, they look like eggs. There's nothing super remarkable about... Remarkable. Uh, about them 
but uh, they'll usually lay them like somewhat be- like a little bit beneath the soil or in like the holes of plant stems. Uh, and you know they obviously they have, they have their their ovipositor, and it's it's formed differently depending on where it's going to lay eggs. So you know one that's laying eggs on a plant and one on the soil will be differently shaped. Yeah. Anytime you need to tell apart the ge- tell the gender of anything in the order Orthoptera, which is grasshoppers, katydids, crickets, you just look for the ovipositor. Because if it has an ovipositor, then you know it is female. So katydids also go through incomplete metamorphosis, which means that they don't have like you know like a grub pupa adult. They 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 lay their eggs and they hatch out. They basically look exactly like the adult, or they don't have like distinct phases of life like that. So they you know it starts as like a nymph and then they grow. But actually, with some species of katydids, there are some cases where the nymphs look wildly different. Uh, so there's some that mimic spiders or assassin bugs, uh, or sometimes flowers to kind of, you know, to evade predators. But as they grow, uh, they, they look more like their adult form. So they serve, it's like, it's like a phase. So they, they literally have an edgy teenage phase? Yeah, they, they actually, it's more like an edgy baby phase, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like if, uh, a one-year-old started, you know, like putting on like eyeliner and Going out to the skate park. <laughs> Got those spiky bracelets from like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just like a, a scene baby. <laughs> yeah, see, we're cultured. We know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, Dicks we did we it. don't know cone heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all, all you millennials listening, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we, we got you. We got those topical references. Yeah. Well, we're kind of, we're kind of in the weird, like quasi Gen Z millennial zone. Yeah, the I'm like right in the edge. Yeah. You're you're more solidly Gen Z though. I'm yeah, a little bit more. You're like you, you're you're pretty firmly in the weird mid category. Yeah, it's a curse. I don't know your SNL skits, but <laughs> you know about emo kids. So. And you don't you don't have you don't have ten thousand TikTok followers, so you're not a, you're not a real Gen Z. I don't have any TikTok followers. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think if I started making TikToks about Katie did, that would that's what the kids like, right? Well, yeah. The you see the bug market. The bug media market is severely untapped. You yeah, know. you're right. I need there to start, is room yeah. for bug TikToks. I, know, I mean, there's room for bug TikToks in the same way that there's room for like... I, know, I was going with that one. You're fired again. I'm fired. <laughs> you're on thin ice. Right, well, back to the insects at hand. So, kids will actually give each other in the process of mating. They'll give each other gifts, which I think is really... It's a good, it's a good way to show your affection... And if anyone's trying to come up with a good idea of a way to, you know, to propose or, uh, you know, let someone know you really like them, you could take a note from the katydids and give the gift of a spermatophore, which is basically... Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's um, the sperm and it's encased whoa, in this whoa, whoa. outer... Whoa, don't give me the... I, I'm, I take the spermatophore in the second date. I'll have you yeah, know. <laughs> it's, it's encased in this, it's this, this outer casing. And it's full of delicious nutrients for the females uh, and her offspring. So it's it's basically is is just a little um, a nice little nugget of of sperm, and it makes a great gift. And it really it really wins over uh, the female katydids. They love that. So it's actually not entirely sure how beneficial they are to the females because they don't they have proteins, but they don't really have. Uh, you know the amino acids that the females need to manufacture eggs, so it's not it's it's kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the and how they get to those uh, delicious little food gifts is that they listen to the songs, which I'm sure you've all listened to. 
on late summer nights when they're calling. Katydid's most notable feature is their loud cries. And they make these by, basically, if you were a Katydid, right where your shoulder blades right, would be. I'm right there. Okay, I'm yeah, I've, I've got you all. I'm painting <laughs> yeah. a, a verbal picture. <laughs> I'm a Katydid. You're a Katydid. You're on Life the leaf. Life is so simple and beautiful. You're, you're getting ready to scream, and you're right at the base of your wings. You have, on the wings are asymmetrical, so one wing, usually the left overlaps the right, and the wings rub together, and this is called a stridulation. Crickets do this, grasshoppers do this, and with katydids, the four wings rub together, and one four wing has a file, other four wing has a scraper, and so they get dragged across each other, and that makes the sound. So it's kind of a bit like when you have a, like a comb and you zoop, run your fingers against it, and it goes like. Bah, 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 bah. I'm firing myself after that one. That's yeah. That... <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. off the show. Yeah, and the but and then the running of the the little like teeth over the files what makes that sound. And the wings are also used to amplify the sound as well. There's actually some veins right near the stridulatory tone, but I read it, it's, it's actually used for tuning, which is kind of cool. They're used like a sort of tuning fork thing to keep them in pitch and. They did some. I, when I, they did some fun experiments on these fricateds because they were trying to see if, in the book I read from the '90s, so this might be old news for all you cated biologists out there. They were trying to determine how cated stridulations and cricket stridulations were different, and so they took a dental tool and actually, like, just sawed off. They sawed off some of the little teeth on the cated's wings, mm-hmm. which I have no idea. They the person did that must have yeah. the steadiest hand on the planet. <laughs> I feel like every time you, you read about like some sort of study or experiment done with bugs, you read it and you're like, okay, that makes sense. And you're like, wait, wait, no, hold on, what? Yeah, all like these like biomechanical and entomology experiments, they're all they all kind of like, okay, this is an interesting idea. Whoa, how how do they do that? Yeah, they're all the scientists are like, all right, now we have to figure out how we're gonna do this, and they have to like call in a special agent, you know? Yeah, like she she shows up and she's like wearing like sunglasses and stuff. Like, all right, show me to the Katie did. Yeah, <laughs> let me get to work. And there's the one I told you about this before, but the experiment that had my evolution, my 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 population bio textbook, where they were talking about uh, the experiment done where they wanted to see if these fruit flies like mimicked spiders or their wing, their wings defended against spiders, and they just chopped their wings off and glued <laughs> fly wings on. <laughs> so all these experiments have like a vague body horror aspect to yeah. them. Yeah, and but they actually they found that they they were doing this whole sawing bit to see if katydids use the entire scraper or just parts of it because crickets only only use like specific sections apparently but the katydids mm-hmm. use the whole thing and besides stridulation they also have another way of communicating that isn't super loud and yeah they, they do this thing where they just vibrate really quickly by bouncing up and down and that sends vibrations through whatever substrate they're on and another katydid can feel that and kind of follow along it <laughs> they're just they're just they're just like yeah. Hold on. I think Marsh is nearby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope she got that. Wait, there's a predator. I gotta tell Frank. Yeah, the, the bird's just watching the whole thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I don't. I don't. Yeah. And they they hear all the songs with they have they have ears. Obviously, there would be no point in singing like this if they didn't have ears. But their ears are actually in their their foreleg, the the, the their their front leg. It's right kind of, again, where your elbow would be if you were a katydid. Mm. So your ears would be there. And their ears are actually remarkably like human ears. It's not because uh, our ears are related to theirs, really. It's just convergent evolution. Yeah. And so they've got, like, a thin membrane. They've got little, like, fluid-filled uh, fluid filled chamber. There's, like, the tympanum and everything. So, and it's just a really remarkable example of convergent evolution, these two 
structures evolved to be so similar to each other. They also have some pretty neat... You mentioned this earlier about the larval's anti-predator stuff, like yeah. how they defend against predators. But the, the adults, like when, just looking at them, you can see the obvious. Their primary defense is just looking like a leaf. They're the things like like the angling katydids really are pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. The veins of their wings mimic the veins of leaves. And the true katydid actually, it's got, like, right at the top of its four, right at the top of its forewings, close to its head, there's a brown spot, which is actually meant to mimic, like, the stem of a, of a leaf. Yeah. So when it's standing still from above, it looks like a leaf. Yeah, it is, it is. I feel like they're, um, as far as, you know, insects that we get, uh, here in our little corner of, uh, North America, <laughs> That's, I feel like katydids are up there as far as impressive camouflage, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously there's, there's like, those leaf bugs that you see, but mm-hmm. I think that katydids are underrated. Yeah, and that's enough for the intelligent, interesting, factual part of the show. Now I go back to the comment section. Yeah, but on a a video about someone just... It was, this is a five-hour recording of cicada of katydid sounds for your listening pleasure. Somebody just says, I'm listening to this with my pet katydid. And then they responded to their own comment. My katydid fell into my cup of pop. No. <laughs> <laughs> so as they were typing it, it just dropped into their cup. Yeah, but actually, I I relate to this person because I actually have two pet katydids right now. Real cute. Mm-hmm. And also on that same video, there's someone named Kim Twister who was on just a crusade to tell everybody that there was a big mistake here. Those are not katydids. These are tree frogs. And they said... <laughs> Like, three separate comments. They're just fighting, like, like they're not katydids. They're tree frogs. <laughs> the music, like, I mean, the the uh, the calls or just the physical animal? Uh, I think they're saying the calls because there are some tree frogs in the background, but katydids are, like, mm-hmm. super prominent up front. That seems like a good thing to get into a fight with someone with. I feel like getting into fights over the internet is pointless unless the thing you're fighting about is completely pointless, in which case I think uh, you should organize a fight in real life. Um, mostly just because I really want to see two people duke it out whether, over whether or not it's a katydid or a tree frog calling in a video, like in the back of like a, a like a parking lot somewhere. I don't approve of violence, but I would show up to that fight. And on a separate video, somebody says, this is another pointless fight on the internet. <laughs> so this is a picture of just someone kind of messing with a katydid. And it's, just, it's missing one of its legs, because you often see a lot of katydids with missing back legs. One of their defenses against predators is kicking them in the face. No, it usually works for humans, too, I think. Yeah, they often just lose one of their back legs, or just lose a leg. And this person is saying, it's chirping in pain, leave it alone. Plus, it's missing a leg. And someone responds, dude, it's a bug, it can't feel pain. And they respond, I don't care about your opinions. They can feel pain, so how would you get your butt out of here and your opinion somewhere else? And the other person says, it's not my opinion, it's a fact, dumbass. The other person <laughs> says, how about you go to hell, dumbass bitch? Yes. But they say, fight, heal, fight, fight. H-E-L-L. And that person responded by correcting them to say, hell... And your butt hurt because I'm right, lol. <laughs> so I, I think they really did fight, come close to fight, blows there. Fight. <laughs> you got what you wanted. This concludes our next episode of Insect View, and we hope that you'll tune in for the next one. But in the meantime, if you could uh, leave us a review on iTunes, or if you could follow our Twitter or Instagram, which are both at Insect View, that would be great. And we will see you all next week with a new mysterious subject. Thank you.